Dad, I have a question. How does Google work? Great question, Luke. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Spencer. And I'm Luke. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question. My question is, how does Google work? So why don't we split this one up into two topics, Lukey? Um, we'll start with how do the Google search results work? So why do you see what you see when you use Google? And a second topic, maybe in a second episode, we'll see how much time we have, is how does Google make money? Okay. Okay. So um, you can listen. You could like listen to part of it, and then you can listen to the rest perfect. if you want. <laughs> okay. So first question um, is how do the Google search results work? So um, Google is called a search engine, and long before you like were Safari, uh, ooh, right? No, Safari I would call a web browser. Okay. There's a whole other. Okay. Actually, that's a good topic for a future discussion is what is a web browser and how do they work? But let's put that aside. So let's just focus on search engines. And put it on the list. <laughs> Before you were born, um, when the internet was little, um, this is the mid-90s, there were a bunch of other search engines. Before there was Google, believe it or not. Um, and, and Google uh, seems so, like iconic at this point <laughs> yeah. like, I have no idea how you, other search engines can you believe could have been there there was a time before when there was still internet but it was before Google so parents or adults listening to this will will recall some early search engines that you've never heard of Luke, like Alta Vista and Excite what and Lycos what are these and and and, and Yahoo you probably heard of Yahoo oh, right yeah okay okay so oh, so Yahoo-er. those were all search engines before before Google got started and those early search engines um, they, they tried to organize information on the internet by having a homepage, just like the Google homepage. But, but the internet was so small back then, there were so few web pages that they would actually hand classify websites. So if you went to Excite or Alta Vista, for yeah. example, you would go to like, you'd click on a button that would say sports and there would be like the 30 sports websites. And you click on a button that would say like entertainment it would be like what? 20 but entertainment you didn't websites. Just search sports no, stuff. No, you didn't. You just like Google. clicked and you and you went to these different categories. So that was how early search worked. But wh- why do you think that isn't the way it works anymore? What 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 went what, what well, it's happened? So much easier from because like it, I can say like basketball game results of last night instead of like sports and just like hope that it's there basically. That's right. Like search results are so much Better They're so much better, but what else changed about the internet from the early days? In the early days, there were... Better technology now. And the internet was smaller back then. The internet was smaller, right. There were just way, way fewer websites. And now there are like a nearly infinite number of websites. So that, that category, hand categorizing things didn't work anymore. So along came Google in... Does uh, Yahoo still hand categorize? No, no. Yahoo, I, what I'm going to describe now is how modern search engines work. And Google and Yahoo... And Bing are the three biggest. There are a couple others also. And actually, uh, Yahoo uh, uses Bing's technology now anyway. So it's basically Google is what we're going to talk about. So Google came along and the two co-founders of Google um, realized that hand categorizing uh, websites was not going to work. And so they came up with a new idea. And their idea was to change the search results on the, the website. They were the first people to do this. Yes based on how many different other websites linked to different web pages. Because they, they said, okay, if you have a website and um, you oh. choose to link to another website, that is a vote. That's you voting and saying, I think this other website 
is pretty cool. So like you got, you're running website A and let's say it's a, a news website where you right. write an article and you're like, uh, and the article's Look about those links in blue. Yes. And the article is about, you know, great vacation destinations and you're, and the article is like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. This would, a great vacation destination is Greece. And you choose to make Greece be a link to Greece.com. Okay. Some website about Greece. Yeah. So that's you voting. That's you saying, I think Greece.com is a great website. And so what Google does is it has a program called a spider and it, it, it goes out onto the internet and it clicks and clicks and clicks and clicks and it goes to a web page and it, it goes and it looks for a link and it clicks. Like, not bad, obviously, but like a, like a virus kind it's of? It's sort of like a virus. Really yeah, get, but it's, I don't really get. Well, it. <laughs> so it's, it's like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a good virus, like a benevolent yeah. virus. Yeah. So it, it goes to a website. Let's say it starts at NewYorkTimes.com. Okay. And it goes to NewYorkTimes.com and it, it, it scans the page. And it clicks and it goes from here to a second page. And maybe that's an internal link. It goes to another page on NewYorkTimes.com. And then it clicks from there to Greece.com. Then it clicks from there to ESPN. And then it clicks from there to... this is really fast. It goes super, super, super fast. And it's constantly... In fact, I I looked up... um, I I looked up how fast it's doing. So about Google... The Google index searches about 130 trillion pages on the web. That's a lot. A hundred billion times a month. That is just... It's, That's a lot. What, what, what the index is doing, what the Google index is doing, is it's constantly, constantly spidering the web and looking at links. And click, 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 click. And what it's doing is each of those links is basically a vote. And a vote from a, a good website, a popular website, yeah. is worth more. So let's say the New York Times website links to Grease.com. So then um, if you searched Greece.com, if you searched Greece, Greece.com would come up. Yes, exactly. But it's more likely. What, but, but, yeah. would New York Times come up or would Greece.com come up? It depends how many other websites link to New York Times. So if a lot of other websites link to that article No, but article New York Greece, Times is our, our website A. It's like the website that's so making The, the way to think about it is there is no website A because the spider is constantly, it never stops. It's constantly crawling its way around the web. And so, um, so, so it looks, so it, it, it gives different weight to the votes based on, um, the prominence of the different websites. So let's say there's a website that has a ton, ton, ton of links that, that go to it. And then a that website, works. a popular website. Yeah. And that website links to some other website. Well, in that case, that, that next website, it, it, it matters a lot. So like on Amazon, if Amazon, if Amazon, cause Amazon's a big company said, Oh yeah, if you don't, you know, if like it's if it says when you're searching like erasers, go go buy them from this eraser store. That would matter that a lot. Eraser yes. score matters. Exactly. Google would say, "Whoa, if Amazon likes that eraser store's website, that's pretty important." Um, now, the other things that that uh, the the Google Index cares about is in addition to the prominence of the web of the inbound you know, link. You were talking about how you were talking about how much. Um, how many websites the spy- the spider thing does uh-huh. per month? But I I see this might you might, this might not be on the computers. I don't know where I've seen this, but like when you search something, it's like it says like five five million results or something mm-hmm. like one point two seconds. Yeah, that's Google basically bragging to to tell you how quick Google is. Yeah, and Google is telling you how big their index was for that search term. And if you take a look at those numbers. They're pr- they're really fast. Well, here, so here that's an interesting interesting you brought that up. Um, 
one of the interesting things about search engines is you should understand that they're not really searching the web when you enter that search. Let's say you go to Google and you type, you know, who won the basketball game yesterday? Yeah. It's not actually at that moment, click searching 5 billion websites. Yeah. What it's doing is it's searching its index. So that index or the spider is constantly crawling and it's basically storing a da- in a database, in Google's database, all that information. So when you enter a query on Google, it's, it's querying itself. It's not really querying the internet. If it actually queried yeah. the internet, it would take too long. So it's cached, is, is C-A-C-H-E is, is the word that, uh, that... Like it already found its stuff? Yeah, yeah, like it already kind of knows the answer. So it's just checking, it's just asking itself, basically. It's not asking the web. Anyway, so what I'm saying is right. that... Because it already spidered it. Exactly, it. exactly. So there are a couple things that really matter for, uh, to determine who, which websites Google you know, shows at the top of the list versus not. One is the prominence of the websites that link to that website. The second one... Like... It, Amazon versus some random website. Exactly, exactly. And actually, you can look up the prominence of these websites. It's called PageRank, and it's named after Larry Page. Larry Page is one of the co-founders of Google, and and it's a, it's kind of a pun. It, it, a website's PageRank. Yeah. yeah. It refers to how important is the page, and also it's because of Larry Page. So I think if I remember correctly, PageRank goes one to nine, and so like you know. Zillow, for example, is I think an eight or a nine page rank, which means it's like really prominent. It means that Google thinks it's a really popular website. And so if Zillow links to, you know, grease.com or whatever, you know, then that's going to be an important link. So you can actually look up different websites, page ranks. Okay, so, so, so one thing that Google really cares about is the prominence of the inbound links. The second thing Google really cares about is the number of inbound links. So how many different websites link to your website? Right, like if... Amazon linked to Greece.com and Yahoo linked to Greece.com. That would be two. That would be two. Two really big websites, right? And those two big links would be worth way more than thousands and thousands of of small website links. The next thing that matters is called the anchor text. And the anchor text is the words that are actually clickable. So, like, let's say Google's trying to figure out what this web page is about. And let's say the web page is about, it's an article about, um, about um, whatever, about uh, whether you know blue socks are better than red socks. So, yeah. Okay, so um, Google uh, could could the, the spider could actually read all the words on the page and try to figure out that's what the article is about. But what it really, more importantly, what it does is it looks at how, it, how let's say that the ten other web pages link to that page, and let's say the anchor text of one of those articles that linked to it was blue socks better than red yeah socks. blue socks versus red socks or something like that and that's what the click the clickable link is google notices that that's the anchor text and that google cares a lot about that so now if you go to google and you type blue socks versus red socks the fact that that anchor text linked to that blog post that you wrote Whoa. really matters so it's Whoa. the number of links the prominence of the websites the anchor text and then google does actually also read the page itself and this is why um if you have you ever noticed on like TripAdvisor or yeah. Zillow, in the upper left hand corner, like on Zillow for example, it'll say um, uh, United States dash dash California dash dash Los Angeles dash dash one two three Main Street, kind of like all in a row. Yeah. And those are called breadcrumbs. And if any, I, I've seen it, but if anyone has, they can look it up on the computer. Yeah. Just... Or look at it on TripAdvisor. Go to a hotel page on TripAdvisor, and it'll be like you know United States, California, Los Angeles you know, um, uh, LAX Marriott Hotel. And basically those little breadcrumbs 
are kind of like clues to show Google. When the Google index, when the spider comes to that web page, Google notices that and it teaches Google that that is a web page about that hotel or about right. that address. And and so that's another important clue that, that the index reads. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. why, um, why is it that like Google has like specific like specific answers and like not specific because like you know if you search you mm -hmm. search when will uh -huh. avengers 4 come out okay it, great it, question it, it says it right there but when you say like but you know when you when you say certain things and i know because this happens to me a lot and it's annoying when you search when you search something that's like maybe a little longer or maybe like that's do uh -huh. that doesn't have an exact answer yes like it, it just it's a great question really so those are called um, one box because they're showing an answer in one box or sometimes they call them rich snippets yeah. and, and, what, and Bing does it too and those are basically um, uh, Google and Bing's efforts to provide an even better answer so if you you know for example here's a good tip listeners it works here's a it really good me. tip works for me if you want to know the flight time the flight status and let's say it's United Airlines flight 16 just go to Google and type UA16 enter and it'll give you the status of that flight, like right there in the one box. That's cool. Um, it's super cool. Um, and, and so the reason they do that is because they just think that's a better search result. So Google has basically gone category by it, category. It, it sounds easier for me. Honestly. And well, there's a lot of manual work that goes there. So Google has gone um, category by category uh, and, um, and, and actually like classified different things so like in the case of flight times they, right. they specifically pull that information in from a database um anyway so so that actually is a, is a is a really good point why do you think google tries to to do that why do they bother like i i am saying it's so it's 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 way easier for me and i like mm -hmm. using google because there of you it. go you like it right so google if is e like if i was using one of these other if i was using mm -hmm. a different search result and they didn't give me an answer that there is like an answer to like what time is it? You know, like if yep. they didn't give me the time, I wouldn't use them. So, so that's exactly right. So Google has about 70% query share in the US and Bing has about 10 to 20%. Um, Which is why people use Google. And yeah, and, and so Bing actually is trying hard to use these one box results to try to, to gain share about, against Google. This is one of Bing's big strategies, but Google is fighting back by doing the same thing as you're pointing out. Um, so those actually, I'm glad you brought up the one box rich snippets. That's something that I think is an important part of this. Um, there are a couple other things I want to hit on before we run out of time. Um, uh, this whole thing, everything we're talking about is called SEO, which stands for search engine optimization. And believe it or not, there's a whole giant industry of experts and conferences and wow. magazines and blogs and podcasts called SEO. And I thought it was a random question that I was asking, but apparently people have thought of this before. Yeah, people have thought of it before, and the reason why they care so much about it is going to become apparent in the next episode, which is how does Google make money? Because why do you think if if a website shows up first for Google, what do you think happens to that website? Um, wait, what? Wait, say it again. If a website shows up, you know, at the top of a search result for Google on Google, what happens to that website? They get money? Yeah, well, they get a ton of traffic, right? Tons of people go to the website. People go on it. Yeah, so, so this whole industry And of they SEO, get more money because people are going exactly. on it. Exactly. SEO industry is super important because it, it drives a lot of traffic. Um, let's see, a couple, couple other things I want to hit on. Um, uh, crawl time. So, so when, the, when the spider comes to your website, let's say the, spider, uh, the Google spider comes to Zillow, 
it pops around, bounces around, click, 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 you know, and it, it is bouncing all around. It's going yeah. from the map page to the list page to the back and forth, back and forth. I don't know about it, you listeners, it, but I just love imagining this in my head. The spider <laughs> crawling around the computer It screen. usually it's stays, kind of so like it stays on a big website, a, a popular website for like three, four, five, six, maybe seven minutes. And so... Really? I thought you said it moved really fast. It is usually moving really fast. So like Zillow, for example, has hundreds of millions of pages. But at any point in time, only tens of millions or maybe single-digit millions are in the index. And so it's very important for these websites to be fast for the spider because you only have like a couple minutes and you want the Google index to hit as many of your pages as possible so that the information is in the Google index cached. So this is one of the reasons why websites work so hard to be fast is to try to get as many of their pages indexed during the short period of time that the spider is on their website. Um, and then uh, the other interesting thing to think about is personalization. So if you're running a website, you might want to think. About if you're running a website, you want to make it as fast as possible. And actually, there's here's a little tip. Um, there's something called um, robots.txt, robots.txt, and you can see this in the source code on websites. What that means is that you can make a link no follow, which means let's say Google comes to one of your pages. And you really, there, let's say there's like 50 different links on the page to other pages on your website. But you know that Google only has time to click on one of them. Right. So you really want Google to f- click on the right one to go to the page that you want it to go to. Maybe you want it to go to the Los Angeles and this page. Do, this does that? And then what, it, what you do is you make all of the other links no followed, which means that you're telling the robot, that's why they call it robots.txt, you're giving a little message to the Google robot to that says, spider. don't, to the spider, it says, don't click on this link. So consumers, regular people can click on it, but you, but but in the code, cool. you're telling the Googlebot to not cool. click on it. That's cool. And that's that's called a no followed link. Um, that's cool. And um, okay, last thing is personalization. Have you ever gone to Google and you've done a search and it's like, you feel like it's kind of creepy personalized for you, like. Um, like let's say you go to Google and you type uh, hotels. Like, like targeted advertising? Yeah, like like targeted advertising, but this is like targeted search results. So like let's say you go to Google and you type hotels and it just shows you hotels nearby, but you didn't say hotels in, you know, in, in this city. Basically, it's pulling in your de- your location. So or, or if you were searching about like you know, if you were searching about like hotels in Los Angeles the day before and then you said like, you know, and then you said and then you searched about like you know, um, some up, and then you search about some other place. It would also give you like hotels. Yes, it would know from your prior search history. So this is one of the things that Google works really hard on is to personalize your search results. Kind of the same reason why they do the one box rich snippets because they want to just be better than their competitors. And then, um, have you noticed that a lot of your time is no longer spent at the desktop computer? It is spent on a what phone, right? And also, where else do you sometimes search? In our kitchen, you talk to. Alexa. Alexa, or you ask, what's the name of the guy on the iPhone? Ooh, Siri. Siri, right. Or you ask an Android phone, you say, hey, Google. So all of those are voice search. Um, and, and Google, as, as more and more search activity is moving from desktop onto mobile and search, this opens up a whole other new category of discussion, which right. is... How do mobile and voice search results work? Which maybe we can talk about some other. Time. Also, um, I there are just I was just thinking about how it like does personalize that stuff. There are ways to prevent that, aren't there? Like I like if you do 
Command H on most computers. You can look in your search history. Yes. Um, and you can go incognito. On yes, you can do incognito mode in Google Chrome, and that, or you can log out of Google, and that unpersonalizes and the results. Most thing, and then also most things. Um, on your once you're in your Google history, you can get rid of it if you want. That's true. You can clear your history. Okay, so um, why don't you summarize when you enter a, a question also, in Google? Sorry, but, uh-huh. one, but um, one thing that it does do is like. I was doing I was doing a I was doing this report once a couple year uh, a couple years ago and I kept searching in the same the same thing over and over again um it was this book about Peg, uh, Pegasus I think and I kept searching I kept kept searching the name of the book over and over and over again um and then I said um and then I was like draw and then I searched about and I was searching about somebody else I was like drawing and it was like drawing characters from and then the name of my book and I was like whoa How does it what? Do that? Yeah. what so it, so it knows no. that you were recently searching the Pegasus book or, or if that, I right. would or if I if I searched in like the first letter of the name of the book like P for Pegasus or something it would be like Pegasus yeah. I was like no what impressive <laughs> what it's amazing right it's amazing Google is amazing alright so when you search something in Google and then you hit enter and you see the search results, why don't you summarize what are some of the key attributes that determine what websites are listed there? Well, when the spider's going over the websites and your website is advertised by a big website like Amazon or like Google or something. Not really advertised, but linked to. Yeah, but like, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Google takes that, like Google takes that really seriously. Like if 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 a website has a link from Amazon or TripAdvisor or something, to your website, then your website will come up when they when they search something related to your website. Mm-hmm. So the number and the quality of links, yeah, and also the content on your pages as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks um, everybody. We will so we will give you the second part of my what is Google question, which is going to take longer than we thought. Um, <laughs> in our second episode, so part one, part two. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys.